the Kansas City Royals have done it. They've placed Bobby Witt Jr. on the team's opening day roster for Thursday's 2022 MLB opening day against Cleveland. What does that mean for the future of the Royals, for the future of Bobby Witt Jr., and for this current season? Plus, we're going to dive into the over-unders for the Royals set by BetOnline.net, our good friends over there on today's Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, brought to you by BetOnline.net, the Kansas City Royals have called up Bobby Witt Jr., the top prospect in all of baseball, will make his opening day debut on Thursday. What does that mean for the franchise as a whole? Where will he play? And Let's look at the over-unders for the 2022 Royal season brought to you by our good friends over at BetOnline who are sponsoring today's show. BetOnline has you covered with all the props, odds, lines, and news than ever before this season. BetOnline is where the game starts. But where we start today is in Kansas City with the Royals calling up Bobby Witt Jr. It's official that he's going to make the opening day roster per John Heyman this weekend. We all knew this was coming it was great to see it finally actually happen and be made official to where any sense of panicking or worrying now just dies down and we can just fully embrace Thursday as one of the best days in Royals history, not in the postseason, right? One of the best regular season days in Royals history. And this joins a long line of prospects who are getting their shot. There are still some being being sent down like O'Neal, uh, O'Neal Cruz from the Pirates, but Spencer Torkelson in the division called up opening day. J-Rod in Seattle called up opening day. Of course, Bobby Witt Jr. called up opening day. It's just an awesome list and an awesome thing for baseball to have all these young stars coming up at the exact same time on opening day with everyone trying to feel their best team. For the most part, obviously the Reds are not doing that. The A's are not doing that. But most teams are trying their best to feel their best possible team, and the Royals are in that group. Bobby Witt Jr. is the favorite to win AO Rookie of the Year, according to our good friends over at BetOnline.net. He will earn a full year of service time and the Royals will be compensated with draft picks at the, at the end of the year for calling up Bobby Witt Jr. right out of the gate. So why'd they do this? It did get harder to manipulate service time in general in baseball this season because for a guy like Bobby Witt Jr., who's the leader in the clubhouse to win the AL Rookie of the Year award, if you finish top two in Rookie of the Year, you get a full year of service time no matter when they called you up. That's a big deal. That is a deterrent from manipulating your service time. Obviously, for lower-level guys who are not going to get in that race, it doesn't deter you as much. What propels you to do it, what kind of promotes you to do it, is the draft pick compensation for rewarding teams for calling up these young players whenever they're ready, even if that is opening day, and you do not get to manipulate their service time. So that's great for Kansas City, great for Bobby Witt Jr. And there are some rumblings that the Royals have offered Bobby Witt Jr., a massive contract, which is just kind of the trend in baseball. You've seen it all over the landscape of baseball. What you would hope for would be it's like a 10-year deal, which obviously extends your control over Bobby Witt Jr. for the long haul. Obviously, you only get six years guaranteed of control. 
And then if you go to 10 or, or even just seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, you get more control and you pay Bobby Witt Jr. a boatload in the process who will be on that bona fide star. I would expect Bobby Witt Jr. to hit the ground running in the majors on Thursday and never look back. This guy can be one of the premier players, one of the best players in the sport on Thursday, starting his career. This guy has all the talent in the world, and it's so great to see him play in Kansas City. And also, it leads to the storylines on opening day where you're having Zach Grinke returning home in Kansas City where he started his career as a youngster, and he was able to hit the ground running and win a Cy Young Award after dealing with you know, those mental health struggles that he dealt with at the start of his career. But nonetheless, he was able to, to perform very well, very young in Kansas City still. And you kind of have your rebuild come full circle a bit. Now, will this season end in the postseason probably not even with the expanded postseason, but there is a much better chance whenever you put your best team out there and the Royals have a better chance. I think than most people give them credit for, I think most people got burned on them last year. Whenever, you know, a lot of people were picking them as a dark horse before the year. And then they come out out of the gate and they're the best team in baseball for a month. And then they crater and are one game above fifth place in the AO central, which is the worst division in baseball this year though, you shouldn't really be scared to embrace this team. This is a fun young team. And if, any of the young pitchers take a step in the right direction. This team can be right there for the expanded postseason, and and really only miss it by a game or two if they do miss it. So this can be a very fun season in Kansas City, and it's and it's made even more so by the Bobby Witt Jr. addition. And 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 having him here opening day, you just see the versatility that the Royals can throw out there, really each and every day and throughout the season. Right, they have a plan now, and so the burning question would be where does he play? We've been fretting this for a couple of years now uh, of how do you shuffle around the middle infield? Well, JJ Pacola confirmed that for 2022 and maybe even 2023, he'll be playing third base. However, he still reiterated that the Thunder, uh, the uh, Royals, I should say that the Royals view Bobby Witt Jr. As a shortstop. The bottom line is the Royals have a ton of options. They have Bobby Witt Jr. They have Nicky Lopez. They have Whit Merrifield. They have Mondesi all needing to play uh, sometime in the middle infield. Obviously, Montesi can have uh, and play um, in the outfield. Uh, I should say what Merrifield can play in the outfield. Montesi can play all over, you know, second, short, third, and even DH because that DH spot is open. So like, whenever you look at this team, you have Bobby Witt Jr., Nicky Lopez, Whit Merrifield, Montesi, Nick Prado, who needs time at first, MJ Melendez, who's been working at third in the outfield all spring training and will continue to do so as the AAA season starts this week. Uh, you'll have him doing that this week and, and, and the start of the season to kind of get him ready to play Major League Baseball because it's clear that MJ Melendez is ready to play Major League Baseball. He just has to find a defensive position to play because Salvador Perez is not by any means on his way out. So him working at third would create a very interesting wrinkle. You have Hunter Dozier and Carlos Santana at first and no set DH while trying to work Kyle Isbell into a, clouded, into a crowded outfield. You have a ton of guys for a few spots, right? So how do you manufacture a lineup that includes all of these players, well, injuries are going to happen. And you hate to pick on Montessi, but obviously Montessi is the top injury candidate. Injuries will happen. But you have insurance this year. If Hunter Dozier or Carlos Santana do not perform well, you have Nick Prado waiting in the wings to take over first base. You don't have a set DH this year at all. You can use that, that DH spot as a revolving door. So if Hunter Dozier and Carlos Santana are both awful this year, that DH spot can go to a guy like MJ Melendez or a guy like Vinny who's been mashing in spring training if they continue to do that in the minor leagues, you call them up and you get them two different spots there at first and at DH. And then with Nicky Lopez, right? If he was a flash in the pan last year as a contact hitter, 
And he struggles out of the gate this year as he struggled all spring training last year. And he struggled really at every point in his career at the plate until last year. Well, then you can bring Witt down to play second. You still have Montessi and Bobby Witt Jr. on the other side. And then you put a guy like Kyle Isbell, who's been incredible in the, in the spring training period, in that outfield that's very crowded right now and create a spot for him. So this year, the bottom line for me is this Royals team has a, a lot more insurance for if things go wrong. And if things go right, this is a very good lineup. I mean, you look at the fan graph projected lineup, you have Whit Merrifield leading off, you have Bobby Witt Jr., you have Salvador Perez, you have Andrew Benatendi, you have Carlos Santana, Hunter Dozier, Roberto Montesi, Michael A. Taylor, and Nicky Lopez. And that bench provides you a strong outlet for Matt Matheny to use and for the Royals to exploit if something hits the fan this year and if you find yourselves in a lull. We'll talk about what that could be coming up and also review our over-unders this year for and from our good friends over at betonline.net. But today's show is brought to you by betonline.net, and they are fantastic, folks. It's your number one source for all betting needs. It's in sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters competitions and MLB opening day, odds, podcasts, reviews, and all the different leagues are covered at BetOnline. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head over to the website today or even use your mobile device and check out the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Make sure you go there right now, and I'll show you how easy it is. You go up to your URL, you type in betonline.ag, and then you go to Sportsbook, and you know what? The Kansas Jayhawks tonight play for a national title. Let's go to basketball. Let's go to NCAA basketball, and let's check this out. So Kansas and North Carolina, the game tips off at 820. Kansas right now, four-point favorites. I'm going to go ahead and bet on the Jayhawks to win that game. But you cannot stop there. You have to check out their prop bet section. Their prop bet section will crown the NCAA tournament most outstanding player. And there are a ton of names on the list led by Akag Baji, who is plus 110. However, if Carolina does win, Brady Manic might be a good choice at plus 900. Caleb Love at plus 400 for the Tar Heels as their leading candidate. Dave McCormick at plus 600. And then a sneaky pick would be Remy Martin plus 900 if he goes off tonight. You can also bet on who will make the most threes between Caleb Love and Akag Baji. Baji, the slight underdog at plus 100. And how many players will foul out tonight? Will the refs let them play? Will the refs foul out more than one player because the over is over one and a half. You can also check out the total times Roy Williams has shown. And Roy Williams, of course, has his ties to Kansas and North Carolina. So he'll be on the screen a ton, which you will know will be over two and a half times, but that only gets you minus 150 odds. But we all know it'll be exhausting watching Roy Williams on the sidelines uh, and in the stands of this game because of his ties to both universities. But it should be fun to get our opening day feature started with uh, a Monday kind of national title game and then shifting into Thursday's baseball season and opening day. So it's going to be awesome to go check that out tonight uh, at betonline.net. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Thank you for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. And I want to continue to tell you about MLB prospects because Locked MLB prospects should be your second listen today because they have everything covered from Bobby Witt Jr. all the way through uh, the latest superstars of tomorrow. 
Lynn, uh, Lindsay Crosby is a baseball encyclopedia, so go check them out every single day, Locked On Prospects, wherever you get podcasts from. Both of our shows are free and available every single day across all platforms. So as we're ranking up this year, we'll let you know what's on tap this week on Locked On Royals this week. But I do want to continue touching on the subject of versatility, the subject of you know kind of insurance for the Royals. The bench this year, Kim Gallagher is your backup catcher for now, uh, and that's kind of locked in. Past that, though, you're going to have to see Mike Matheny choose as we get closer to Thursday. Some mixture of Ryan O'Hearn, Kyle Isbell, Edward Livieris, and Emmanuel uh, Rivera. Where do you go if you're Mike Matheny? In my opinion, that it, it's you know, kind of Edward Livieris' job first because he's been awesome in spring. Ryan O'Hearn's been good in spring. We all love what Emmanuel Rivera did when he got called up last year. I believe it was that Boston series, right? And then he got hurt with that hand slash wrist injury. Either way, there's a ton of different outcomes for the Royals this year. Not and, and this is just before the Royals even get to the point in the season where they want to call up Nick Prado and call up uh, a guy like MJ Melendez. Well, I think both of those guys will make it on the team this year. I especially believe that, Nicky, uh, that uh, Nick Prado will, but MJ Melendez, of course, too, if you can find his home at third or in the outfield uh, to kind of make things very interesting. And then you can also shuffle around pieces in the actual lineup. You can have Whit play right, play second. You can have you know Nicky Lopez play, play, play second or short. Montessi, second, short, third. Bobby Witt Jr., second, short, third. And then at first base, kind of maneuver between Dozier and Santana. And you can also have that DH spot for one of those two guys. And again, if Montessi gets hurt or if Montessi you know, needs some time or you think it's better for him to not play the field, you can even DH him right, and then slide everything over. You're DHing Mondesi whenever MJ Melendez is ready. You're DHing Mondesi, and then you have Bobby Witt playing short, Nicky Lopez at second, and Jim Melendez at third, or DH Melendez. Or, or there's plenty of options to get these young guys, when they're ready, into this lineup and make them even better. So I think that this year, the Royals should be very competitive year-round. And the Royals just have to figure out how to not be streaky, right? Best team in baseball for a month. That's very hard to do to be the best team in baseball for a month. Uh, Whit Merrifield was on an interview with MLB Network Radio and was saying that, you know, last year they had uh, the best record of any team against first place teams. So they're able to beat these good teams, but it's taking care of business. It's being accountable, reliable, and consistent against the teams you should beat or the teams who are kind of on your same playing field. Instead of playing up and down your competition, playing your style of baseball throughout the entire season. Very hard for a young team to do, but as you get Whit Merrifield in there, as you get Zach Grinke in there, Salvador Perez, Benatendi, who's been around the block now and has won a World Series with Boston, of course. And you start to have these guys take on more veteran leadership roles. And Matt Matheny's talked about this before in spring training, where it's going to be on the players this year to lead themselves. As you get them in that veteran leadership role, it should create a more consistent approach for the young Royals. And that should even things out. And hopefully when it evens out, it's closer to the best team in baseball rather than a team that was struggling last year and finished just a game above the Twins in the win column. You want to see this team take that step this year. And what is that step? It, it can be anywhere between, you know, making the playoffs. And then once you're in, anything can happen, as we saw when the Royals made the playoffs in 2014 and 15, and being, you know, five, six games out of the playoffs. But it needs to look like a very competitive team. The step this year for the Royals is at no point in the season should it be a drag to turn on all these sports Kansas City. At no point in the season should you not want to listen to Lockdown Royals or, or, or consume Royals content or watch the Royals play. You should always look forward to the game that day. That's what you're, that's what you're looking for this year. And, and every game should be competitive. Obviously, within a 162-game season, there's going to be certain one-off games where you're not competitive one way or the other. You blow a team out or you get blown out. 
But I'm saying in the totality of the season, it should be a fun, exciting season where you're in every game and every day you feel like you have a chance to win no matter who you're playing against. And, and you are a couple games out in it to the end. The last week of the season is whenever you get eliminated from the playoffs. That's what it should look like. It should not look like a buried team by August. You should be playing meaningful baseball at Kauffman Stadium in September. And anything past that's gravy. Anything that you can do past that is wonderful. But that's what it should look like for this year, especially with expanded postseason, especially with Dayton Moore and this Royals organization for the last five years telling you 2022 is the year and then putting Bobby Witt Jr. on this opening day roster and, and showing you ways in, where Nick Prado and Andrew Melendez could be up this year. All those things factor in. And so hopefully Zach Grinke, as a leader, and he said he wants to work with his young pitching staff, can allow a guy like Brady Singer, allow a guy like Brad Keller, allow a guy like Daniel Lynch, Jackson Coart, all these guys to settle in as big league pitchers and big league players uh, and take the reins this year. You think back to that 2014 team and you hear all the stories of these veterans who came in and just showed them, hey, you guys are actually a really good team. Put it all together. We are fearing you on the other team. Like, you guys are really, really good. And that was kind of the wake-up call of, like, this team can be special. So let's see what this team can do. Let's see if that team can lay that first foundational step towards being good. I mean, remember that 2013 team was eliminated in Seattle like a couple of weeks or a week before the season ended. Like, that's what this team should at least do, if not make to the playoffs. Like, the, the, those two things should be the goal in Kansas City this year as we start baseball and meaningful regular season baseball in Kauffman Stadium on Thursday. But I do want to tell you right now, but your friends over at betonline.net, which we did earlier in the show, I want to tell you right now, but your friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is fantastic. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. My personal favorite is the Cookies and Cream Built Bar. They also have white chocolate cookies and cream, which is incredible. Folks, you're going to want to get your hands on this. It's awesome. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to built.com. Use the Mercola 15. They're great for pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. Make sure you check them out today at built.com. Most built bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and uh, and uh, 17 grams of protein. Make sure you check them out today. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, Built.com, promo code LOCK15, gets you 15% off of your next order. That's 15% off your next order. So every order you use, you can use Locked On to get 15% off of your order at Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now about good friends over at Lockdown MLB. Make it your second listen because Paul Francis Sullivan brings you a unique perspective on Major League Baseball past and present. It's free and available across all platforms, and they recap everything from the day before in the MLB. So make sure you're over there getting your MLB fix for the national stage and right here for your Royals fix of Major League Baseball. So let's continue talking about the Royals, and let's do a little over-under segment from our good friends at betonline.net. Salvador Perez, total home runs in 2022. Remember, these lines are at betonline.net net and you can actually bet on them yourself the over under is 35 and a half let's get crazy let's let's bet the over smart money is the under but let's get crazy let's bet the over on 35 and a half for salvador perez Whit merrifield total home runs in 2022 over under is 12 i'm going over on that one as well i think that Whit merrifield is going to have a massive year and is going to have the protection in the lineup this year is going to have a bounce back year from last year which of course was still a good year but uh by Whit merrifield standards i think he can get a little bit better than that uh, as he's shown before total steals 
2022. I think that this team's going to get back to running, being athletic, being fast and speedy. And so they're going to have the green light to steal on the base pass with Bobby Witt Jr. and Witt Merrifield. I'm going to go over 27 and a half. Andrew Benatendi home runs, 17 and a half. I'll go under on that one, but we would love to see it over 17 and a half for Benatendi. Hunter Dozier total home runs is 16 and a half. Unless he's playing all of his games at Target Field, I'm going under on Hunter Dozier home runs. Carlos Santana, 17 and a half home runs. I'm going under on that one as well. Brad Keller total wins for 2022 over under eight and a half. I'll go over. Zach Grinky total wins. I'll go over on nine and a half as well. So that's my predictions based on the bet online uh, line set on the over under for the Royals this season. And we have a jam packed week for you this week. So today we talked about Bobby Witt Jr. getting called up. We're also going to have our best, worst, and most likely case scenario for the Kansas City Royals season on tomorrow's show. So make sure you check that out as well. It's going to be so much fun to dive into that on Wednesday show. I should say tomorrow's show will be an AL Central roundtable between all of our other AL Central Locked On hosts, Locked On Guardians, Locked On Twins, Locked On White Sox, Locked On Tigers, Locked On Royals with myself. It's a fun show. That'll be tomorrow on Wednesday. will be best and worst case scenario for the Kansas City Royals. We're also going to have our roster review from whenever the Royals put the roster out on Thursday, plus bold predictions for opening day, as well as an opening day preview on Thursday. On Friday, we're going to recap opening day for the Royals and how it went against Cleveland and preview the weekend while also giving you our MLB predictions. This is going to be a bonus episode for you. A bonus episode this week will be our MLB predictions for across baseball. AL, every division in the AL, every division in the NL, every playoff prediction, every award prediction, all of that stuff will be a uh, bonus pod for you. Within that MLB preview, though, do not just skip over it because it's, it's a national preview. Within that preview, I'm going to give you my Royals picks for each award. Who's the Royals MVP, Rookie of the Year, Cy Young winner, Best Reliever, Comeback Player of the Year, uh, and even some funny made-up awards as well. So that's going to be a, a bonus episode this week. And then, of course, Friday, recapping the Guardians week. So a loaded show, a loaded pod week. Make sure you subscribe across all platforms so you never miss an episode, including on YouTube. And we'll be back. Tomorrow, until then, be good and be good to one another.